The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And here it is. It's Kansas City Chiefs Week officially. Inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It's November 17th, and it feels like July 17th outside <laughs> as I made my way from the parking lot in just a moment yeah, ago. Spaz got on long sleeves. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's, it's only 80 seven, degrees. It's only 79 <laughs> degrees. Maybe I've just been running around too much this morning. It, feel, it feels a lot warmer than that, and they are out on the practice field right now. A beautiful day for mm, football. Mm, Except it's uh, really windy out there. Yep. It's about, about oh, it windy, windy in Kansas, in Kansas City. Oh, right. oh, there you go. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just checked the temperatures, and it looked like on game day the high, although it won't be the high when they start, is yeah. like 58, and the low was going to be in the low 40s. So by 3 or 4 o'clock when the sun's going down, or 4 or 4.30, I should say. Yeah, it'll start beautiful, getting chilly. Beautiful, beautiful, sunny day in Kansas City. No mm-hmm. rain. Day. Mm-hmm. It, that's what that shows on my little app right here. You know, so. they just have all these peripheral uh, areas that are so volatile. I mean, you're talking about Kansas, Missouri, uh, like Omaha too, right? You know, Omaha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so all of that is kind of like around there. It's so volatile there. Oklahoma as well. You know, you have to watch those. But the wind is always mm-hmm. blowing. There was one year when I was living in Columbia. Uh, it it got really cold. It snowed, and then it snowed again. <laughs> and I swear to God, the street to the north of our house was frozen for the whole month of February. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. We are so blessed here in Dallas because, you know, you think Dallas and, and Texas, then you go straight up to Oklahoma. Whatever we're having— in, in Texas, Oklahoma's always worse. Yeah. And so then you keep on going, and then there you guys are. You know, I, it, I was thinking worse than people that. thought Missouri was south, and it was like, no. No, it is not. Not so much. It is not. I remember one year it snowed so much. Um, we had to get to the to the paper in the morning to put the paper out. It was an afternoon paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sports editor uh, was a big old boy, right? And so someone had – I can't remember which car it was – but we we uh, we were going to put him in we were going to put him in the hatch of the back of the car so we could get some traction. <laughs> That's a good idea. And then we had you got to have weight. Man. We had to pick up one guy on the and, and we didn't want to stop because we thought we you know so we just opened the door and told him jump in right. It was like Von Ryan's Express. Yeah, you know, there you go. Remember that movie? So it uh, was the wind. What do you see as far as wind? No wind or. My, my app does not show a detailed forecast oh, for okay. He's got the cheap I just phone. had it. Well, I did say He's something. Got an I did say something. I said the, the <laughs> about the weather outside, and we just spent five minutes talking about the weather. Hey, Let's talk about are. the Cowboys. How about yes. Nikki? There you go. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bill's right. ready to go. Yeah. Bill's anxious. I'm with you. Yeah, man. it's I'm a. You. you know, this week is a lot different than last week. I'm, last week, I was sitting there going, "How in the world are the Atlanta Falcons four and four? They're now four and five, mm-hmm. and they they proved me right on Sunday with a forty-three to three loss. And now I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and I've got the opposite thought about this team. 
They've got they've got a pretty good team. No, they do. Yeah, we know how they're going to mm-hmm. fifty fifty five high, twenty eight low on Sunday. Hmm. So by the so, time the game's over, so no, we're back we, on the, he, the question about was about the wind. <laughs> Two miles an hour. Two miles an hour. Oh wow! Okay, so today's but it'll go up to five once Tyreek Hill gets the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. One. Uh, that's what we got to deal with the speed. So who's going to be on Hill? It's got to be Brown, right? Uh, the, the, the fastest guy yeah, on the right. team. Since we've established that Anthony Brown is the fastest guy right. on the team right well, now. Well, just as long as they don't <clears throat> get to halftime and they dump a ball over the middle and he runs 70 yards through everybody like a video that game. Is not, this is a different team, <laughs> Spags. Not 2017. Up, up, man. Come on, man. Well, that was 2017. That. Yeah, it was four years ago. They play every four up. years. So he's going been. back four years, man. Yeah. Well, I just remember that play. I know that was Let me tell you. Tyreek Hill play that would have been from about five years ago or six years ago, whenever his last year at Oklahoma State, actually he was Oklahoma State, then he wound up at West Alabama or someplace like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he, got, that he, got in, he got in some got trouble, a little trouble at Oklahoma State and he wound up at, I think it was West Alabama. Anyway. How do you get in trouble in Last game of the year, 20. <laughs> 20 Dan's never got in trouble. <laughs> Justin Blackman. No. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Dexter Manley. Uh, 2014 or 2015, whatever year it was. OU is playing Oklahoma State, okay, in Norman. And OU has a – all they have to do, it's a final minute of the game. They've got the game under control, but it's less than a touchdown lead, okay? They are punting from the OSU 45-yard line, okay? Tyreek Hill is lined up at the 10-yard line to return this punt, okay? OU punts it. And it went out of bounds or fair catch or whatever. Now they're 90 yards away. Only problem is there was a penalty against Oklahoma State. It must have, it must have been a touchback. Mm. So it, and then they recapped it. And Bob Stoops made the decision to repunt to Tyreek Hill. Mm. And what happened? Tyreek Hill house. went 90 yards for a touchdown, <laughs> and Oklahoma State won the game. That's when I was introduced to Tyreek Hill. Okay. That's probably when I was introduced to being let down by Oklahoma. <laughs> you in and you out. So you guys, you guys will think this so is funny. So it was the worst decision of Stoops' career, outside um, of letting Brent Venables yeah, go, but go ahead. This was, was funny. <laughs> I, uh, I, grabbed, I grabbed the Kansas City stats, right? Team right. stats. And I looked at Tyreek Hill, and I circled his catches – and it said 75, and I'm going, Target. oh, that must be targets, right? <laughs> no, it's catches. Whoa, really? 75, 855 yards, eight touchdowns. Already? 75. That's this year. I double-checked that, too. <laughs> I thought, maybe I got 2020. No, I thought I might have had yeah, last year at the yeah. end, right? Yeah. It says, no, November 14th, 2021, regular season. And, you know, as we think about this team, we look at KC and everybody's like, oh, these guys are having problems. Mahomes is it? Well, he still has, what, 20-plus touchdowns? And it's the turnovers that— 25. 25 touchdowns. Ten interceptions. That's what's bothering everyone, are the interceptions. And, of course, I don't know what's going on with their wide receivers, but even though Mahomes can't be faulted for some of those, they're just some of the wide receivers are dropping the balls. This is the same team that went to the Super Bowl two years in a row. You've got receivers acting like they've never played with Patrick Mahomes before. And Kelsey has 62 catches. Mm. I think he had 60 of them in this last game. <laughs> I think they were throwing every pass to him and five touchdowns. So those so, two guys got 13 
of their 25 passing or receiving touchdowns. 13. Mm. And this is this is an off year for the yeah. Chiefs well, offensively. Well, here's where the off was. The, 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 they had three games in a row. Um, they lost to Tennessee. They only scored three. Two-plus turnovers. They beat the Giants. They scored only 20. Two-plus turnovers. Green Bay was 13 points. Drop passes. They won that game, by mm, the way. Barely, barely. And then last week, 41. It was really just the second half last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, they had, it, was, it, was, it was 17. They had 17 in the first 17, half. 24 right? in yeah, the second half. It was a ball they, game. It was 17-14 early yes. in the third quarter. Right. They reeled off, uh, what, 24 But if you points. look at what they did early in the season, it was 33, 35, 24, 42, 20, and 31. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge it Looks like did Tennessee test. have the blueprint? <laughs> yeah. 27 to And three? I think they left it for the Giants, too, and the Packers. No, the, yes. Well, let's just be real. <laughs> I think the Packers probably have the best secondary in the NFL right now. Everyone talks about Buffalo playing very well. The turnover ratio is, is very high. But when you start looking at this Packers team, it's not just about turnovers. They're always in position to make a play. The cornerbacks are making plays. They're looking like our secondary minus the yards given up. Right. So I have to give them a lot of credit. They're not just looking at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they're able to hold on. They, they have the potential of being undefeated because of their defense, not just what they're doing at the quarterback position. And uh, they Kansas City had 160 yards passing against Green Bay two weeks ago. That's a heck of a, that's 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 saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And you had Jordan Love turning it over three and out, three and out turnovers, turnovers. You know the 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 secondary and the defense was put under enormous pressure, and they held up for 13 points against KC. That is damn good. And this will, and I think Mike McCarthy kind of spelled it out during his press conference, talking about how this is uh, uh, going to be the big test for the defense. That uh, you know. Just because of what Mahomes can do, uh, and he got into his 2.3, because 2.3 seconds is what a play is supposed to last. Anything longer than that, then the defense is in trouble, right? It gets to 2.6 or 3, and he's going, and Mahomes is not a 2.3 guy. You know, he's going to extend the play. And and not just extend. drop back is 10 yards, so that's going to take two seconds right there. And and, (laughs) and it's not just the fact that when you think of him extending the play, you know, he's their third leading rusher, by the Mm -hmm. way. Um, But it's, it's not getting so much outside the pocket as he steps up and he was talking about how he'll attack the A and B gap, mm-hmm. so meaning either side of the center, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, either run the ball or step yeah. up and throw it. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta you got to understand that you're going to play the play longer uh, than normal because of his ability to extend the plays. I just really, this team reminds me so much of the Cowboys in regards to how they live off their offense. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they play off of them. They're very, there have been many times this year where they have had to carry the load defensively more than they wanted to, mm-hmm. and they've done a decent job at that because that's why they have this uh, momentum they have coming into this game. But mostly they live off their offense, and if we let these guys get going, I was just looking at the videos of, of Atlanta, and I remember uh, Greg Olson was saying, this place is going crazy. You know, when we just really start going off, right. we start reeling off the point. Same way in case. And Arrowhead, the they'll same. be going crazy oh, my from goodness. this. It doesn't matter. It's going right? to be, we're going to need all the poise and leadership qualities that we have 
uh, at, on display for this entire so game. So he, he said uh, when he talked about – and remember, he coached there, right, uh, in Kansas City at Arrowhead. And he said in his press conference that, uh, like at Minnesota, the decibel level was 120. Well, he said this place, it's 120 plus. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, we're preparing for 140. Yeah. So the noise level is is going to be significant. Uh, was it was game. it everything in practice? No, today? they didn't have it on today. Yeah. I thought they were going to have it on, yeah. and I thought maybe because it's so windy out there yeah. that uh, it was blowing the the, the sound m- music away. No, no, they ain't blowing that. <laughs> they no, blowing it didn't that blow off. it that far, right? <laughs> so maybe tomorrow. And who knows? You know, maybe they go indoors and you know make it even louder uh, than they than, than they possibly. Do they do can. music or do they do crowd noise? I think it's crowd noise mm-hmm. because before it used to be music. I've had I've heard music. Yeah, yeah. Now they have done music. They but do music when they warm up and right. things but it's like not, that. That's not to simulate yeah. the crowd noise. It's somebody's playlist mm-hmm. of whoever's running that thing now. Right. Uh, but yeah, they had crowd noise uh, when they. It can't go be inside. louder than the Superdome. <sighs> you know, it's weird. Because it, I mean, I've been there, and it, it does. Kansas City get and Seattle, loud. the outdoor yeah, I don't stadiums know are the if it's loudest the way they in the league. And, and that's saying a lot because, of course, when you're outdoors, you have a lot more elements. And I think know it, they, I know it's Seattle. It's the way they constructed the stadium. Well, the way it's that is built straight up. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's. So and this one, up on the West this Coast, one kind of yeah. goes. <laughs> this one kind of goes almost in a half oval, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's and what helps that's contain what the noise. Yeah. Right. And then circulates. they remember they renovated it too, and I think that even whatever they did made it even put in more metal. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, made something it where the sound can bounce off of the so walls. So the heavy metal music will <laughs> resonate more. Gosh, that is not what they wanted it for. Yeah. No, <laughs> not the concerts. Minnesota <laughs> is so loud, and it was even louder. In the Silver Dome, um, and I, I think it was because of where the press box was. We were basically sitting in the crowd. It was open air, right? Uh, Don't it, even bring up Silver Dome. It was like the nah. old days uh, in Washington when you were basically sitting outside the whole game. I was, I was with the Browns. Yeah. In, uh, I was with the Browns ninety ninety two, and we went into the Silver Dome, and uh, Belichick, he's like, "It's gonna be a freaking." Circus, you know, and he was talking. He was just so mad before we went out there. Okay, guys, we're going to stay together. Just make, don't get distracted. Sure enough, Nick Saban has us, you know, doing our DB drills, individual drills. Hot air balloon is, is throwing off heat <laughs> right behind us. A hot air balloon in the Silver Dome throwing off heat right by the defensive backs. We had to move. Yeah, like Circus is right. This is crazy. So uh, in practice today, uh, Tyron Smith started off on the cords. Uh, when they were doing their stretch, and then he went and did some of the individual drills with the offensive linemen, uh, but it didn't look like he was going to uh, progress to any team. So McCarthy said he would be limited. They would see how he was doing and then assess what he wanted to do. He just thought uh, that it would be, uh, you know, if he can go through the week and actually get through some practice. He would have a chance to play, but we'll we'll see what happens. It after still doesn't what sound did. good. Doesn't sound. That's a lot of weight on an ankle. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like steel so is still my, out there. My question then, because <laughs> McCarthy said something about that he wants to get a full week of practice out of Tyron. Yes. We, we don't have a full week next week either. No. So if we don't get a full week out of him this week, and then you got turn around 
five days later, four days later, right. basically, and play another game, and then you got a regular week for another Thursday. Right. Because we could be looking at New Orleans. Yeah, we'll see you in New Orleans. I, I bet. That's I what bet. I say. And, and, and a good sign uh, out there was Randy Gregory was working on the chords. Not real fast, mm-hmm. but kind of step, step, step. Uh, so at least he's out on his feet doing something. D-Law? Uh, he looks really good. You keep saying that. He looks good. He I don't, he I don't no know pads. what they're waiting for. <laughs> but again, um, you know, you can you can get them started practicing, but you, you would waste next week, right? Because it's a short. They're only going to get one practice uh, the beginning of the week. Now maybe you start them practicing um, the week of the Saints game and, and see how he's Which doing. Which would be the. Saturday, basically after Thanksgiving or, sun, or Sunday, yeah, Sunday will go be Sunday, like Monday, Wednesday. Tuesday, right? right? It's a regular. He could get in three practices, and then he would have ten days off, mm-hmm. and whatever they do, you know, during that 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 period, and then Step he could practice for the next game, which is. Is it Washington? Something like that. <laughs> I guess I'm just I getting have, through. I guess I'm just I getting through that. this window of the season. I guess I should have that through New Orleans, right? It has to be Washington. I mean, we eventually we got to play them. Yeah, we got to play them twice. <laughs> At some point, we eventually play we got to right? play them. So it has to be Washington. <laughs> oh, this is a crazy schedule going down towards the end. Uh, and as for for the other guys, uh, C.D. Lamb was out there. Um, he had the arm contusion. I saw Cedric Wilson out there, uh, so he was looked like he was going to return to a, a fuller practice maybe than he had uh, last week. And I think that's probably about it. Um, and we'll see, uh, you know, how they decide to use. And it, you never can tell when they're what we get to see with Micah Parsons, right? Is he is he linebacker? Is he defensive end? Because he does a little bit of both when they do individual drills. Um, so we'll see where well, he's, he goes. He's a di- you know, he's are you worried? About, are you worried about them running the ball, or are you worried about getting pressure on Mahomes? Mm-hmm. And you know, which does he give you a better? You got to take the lesser the, the the lesser of the evils. You know, you got to let that slide. We play Buffalo Super Bowl twenty five. You got run and shoot this. Uh, Whatever they call it, the Kelly gun or whatever. K gun. K gun. No, no huddle. Yeah. So okay, pick your poison. We figured we get beaten faster by the pass. So Thurman Thomas ran for 130 plus yards, but it still kept us in the ball game enough for our offense to get on track. So you got to pick your poison. You, you so can't play both. Clyde, I don't think played last week. Uh, Edwards Hilaire, but. There's a chance I think he might be back this week. We got to see when they get the injury report. I mean, he's he he leads them in av- rushing average yards per carry at 4.7. So, although Mahomes is 6.1, we, we got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But the two running backs are uh, Williams and and Edwards Hilaire. Do you think they faced a team with such a defense with such team speed as as ours in the past? Because you're talking about our linebackers. I mean, we, we, we brag on on Parsons all the time, but Vandress is no – he's no slouch. No. You know, we've got defensive linemen who are extreme – Gregory himself. Right. Well, he won't be playing, but uh, you've got guys – great. we got fast linebackers, athletic linebackers, and linemen, of course, you know, with Armstrong and, and those guys. So You know, the other consideration you mentioned, uh, Demarcus Lawrence – 
you know, if he comes back, you got to cut somebody. So, you know, maybe I, I don't think they're thinking this way, but I bet they're hoping. And this sounds bad. Somebody gets hurt. Some, somebody pulls a hamstring, right? And then it opens well, up a you, slot. You've been on, hanging around Jerry Jones way too long, man. It, it opens up a you, slot on the 53-man <laughs> roster, right? Oh, man. But you're right. That's just the way it has to go. And did I mention he said Zerline should be back tomorrow? I can't remember. I don't know if you mentioned it or not. Uh, but, but he did. It is true. He said he'd be back on Thursday. Okay. So, And no, no new COVID things. Although, did you see the NFL, what they did? No. Um, Do you want to because talk? of heightened yeah, I'm with you. concern <laughs> after Thanksgiving, uh, they are going to have mandatory masking and testing of all players and staff twice after the holiday mm-hmm. and encouraging clubs <clears throat> to offer testing for visiting family and friends after Thanksgiving because they're worried that you have people over to the house and you don't know their maybe vaccination. Well, at least they're not ignorant of the trend that's going on in the country because it's trending up now. So it says the temporary protocols will involve a mask mandate indoors for all players and staff, regardless of vaccination status, between November 25th and December 1st. Indoors as they prepare, Uh, not, not on game day. Uh, after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. Yeah. So indoors at the Superdome, does that mean oh, that, that they No, wear I masks? think it means inside the facility. <laughs> um, well, if it is indoors, <laughs> uh, what I want to know is on game day, do they have to wear masks on the sideline? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. That and then crazy. it also <laughs> said the NBA game? Yeah. Okay. Teams must enforce <laughs> right. uh, off-field restrictions on unvaccinated players. And violations may result in discipline to the club that fails to do this. So they're basically saying uh, the clubs are required to have video camera surveillance of the weight room and cafeteria areas. And they'll be periodic reviewing these to see if there's any violations. Mm. So they're cracking down for what? No more more Green Bay Packers. So it's just for that week? For after Thanksgiving. Just, they for, just for the week, but not holidays. extended for the last so December, six weeks of the season. Till December 1st. Okay. All right. Very good. That's an answer. And Halloween. December 1st is the is that the day before the Cowboys Thursday game against the Saints, I think? Let me call up my calendar. It is. <laughs> it I is. think it is. You got it? Right? Yeah. You got it? it? Yeah. It is Wednesday, December 1st, the day before the game okay. against the Saints. All right. So we'll there we go. We'll continue with more reports Get us out of here, from bro. Mickey in just a moment <laughs> on Mix Shots. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United Ag and Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back, to mixed shots. This holiday season, visit the star to get your photo with Santa, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District, across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th, we're getting close, through December 24th. For more information and to book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa. So Santa arrives the day after Thanksgiving, the 26th. So is that okay to turn your lights on in your house after the, Thanksgiving? It is. It okay. is. Yes. The record was set in, in uh, my city. I noticed the <laughs> Christmas lights were up uh, October 24th. Uh, the whole neighborhood had their Christmas say, your lights. Street or no, your... it was a, it was across town. <laughs> I got you. Uh, the, there was a whole neighborhood that already had their lights up. Very nice. October twenty fourth. Okay, you can have them up. You just don't turn them on. Don't okay? turn them on, right? <laughs> that sound like Parcells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, any other observations from practice today that you want to share with the rest of the class? Is Jordan Lewis feeling? Is he like bouncing around that little bouncing, lighter these days? Bouncing, because of bouncing his well, a- excellent game that he had. Uh, what one pick, two passes defended. I uh, saw on his the inter- it wasn't the interception. It was the the knockdown, the first knockdown that he made. Mm-hmm. This is a trend in the NFL: play action pass, you know, intermediate routes. You rarely see them going outside. Every time, especially if you're in the slot, they're going to try and go across the middle. Jordan Lewis is like, I'm just going to play you inside. He fought uh, Pitts, I mean, inside the whole way. He jumped inside of him. He didn't trail the way Diggs and the guys do and Brown. He jumped inside and anticipated the route. That's why he was able to, to gain leverage on that. He did that two plays in a row. It's sometimes just thinking of it up here. It really takes a lot of pressure off of what you have to do physically mm-hmm. because mentally you're going to put yourself in position and anticipate the route. And if you study well, the way obviously Jordan Lewis did, you're going to be in much better position than as if you were trailing coming across the middle. This is something that it's not uh, unusual for inside routes to be the, the, the prevalent route on these long distance, on these long downs. You just got to start playing for them. You got to start playing for them and stop giving it up. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. 
And they were, Dan Quinn was very impressed with his, uh, obviously, his performance. And somebody asked him about, you know, you like taller, lengthier corners. And he was like, well, I don't know about that because this guy is a competitor. And whatever he might be lacking, his competitive spirit uh, makes up for it. And he thought that was one of the difference in this game, how hard he uh, competed. Uh, and then today, uh, Mike, uh, during his press conference, uh, you know, kudos to Anthony Brown. Uh, he was talking about uh, just how well he has played uh, this season. Uh, and I was trying to find his quote. What a veteran exactly leader he, he is on the team. Yeah, and the leader. There you go. You veteran listen, leader. right? Oh, my God. He, he said, Brown. I can't say enough about Anthony Brown uh, and what he brings to the team. And he was the guy that gave the kind of hype-up talk to the team when they're out on the field. Yeah. And he well, said Dak that. Dak did, too. Dak, Dak did. Dak, yeah. Well, maybe one of them did it in the locker room. I don't I know it, where it was. It was but described, he, described as a pregame speech. Yeah, it, could have been, right. it could have been the night before the game. For yeah, all it we could know. have right. been. Right. And he talked about how, how he talked about uh, how we're kind of all in this together. And he said it was really good. He goes, it was it was one of the excellent ones he had he's one of the He's one of the smallest guys on the team. And I, I bet that was very powerful to see one of the smallest guys on the team having demanding attention from all these big well, I don't, you know I don't know if Anthony Anthony normally does his media session on Friday and because he'll walk by as we're yes, finishing up right. uh, mix shots he'll be headed to the elevator to go do his virtual uh, press conference apparently he's talking today because just one minute ago John Machota has a quote from Anthony Brown saying coach McCarthy is always saying how we are going to get a team's best shot I was like how about we give them our best <laughs> shot let's see if they can handle us. No, let's, that's what he. Let's shoot first and see how they respond. That's what he said before I, the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, what I mean. That's what I, I mean. just found it. That yeah. is that is what he. So Anthony Brown that's was saying the, this. That yeah, was that's part of his pregame talking. speech. Yeah, he said yeah. his message was more about everybody coming into AT and T Stadium and being hy- hyped up they to are. beat the Cowboys. Yes. He goes, "Why don't we go out and?" I think the word was shoot them down yeah. before they even get to that. That's point. what they did, That's and they it. did. They did. They they. they completely went away from their game plan. I just can't believe how they did that. And I guess the good coverage by Brown and Lewis and Diggs was the reason that they went away from it. Just didn't have the right blueprint. <laughs> yeah, they had the wrong blueprint. So, I mean, when you look at this team, man, I talk about Brown. I've been dogging Brown for at least a couple of years. You have. And you've always been he on came this. around, though, about a month ago. He it, Well, to me, this entire season he's really been playing well. Once he started, it was the one play where in the end zone, I was mad at him because he didn't turn around. But the ball hit him right in the back of the head. Remember that? In the end zone. It was like right there. He's like, okay. And, and somebody, Casey, went over and, and congratulated him. And from then on, you've seen him have more ball presence. You know, he has an idea of what the receiver's trying to do as opposed to reacting. He is being proactive, just like his speech. Mm-hmm. Let's be proactive. He has become that person now. See, I think, I think maybe he's always had it. He just hasn't manifested. Of course he has it. Yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't. And, and he has in it. fact, That's what why I, I remember about and, it all the time. And you probably remember it, Mickey. His first training camp practice as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what, what he did? It, it was early on in team. Hmm. He picked off Tony Romo. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. He might have, might have picked him off twice in that practice. And then I'm thinking, oh, I need to keep an eye on this six-rounder out of Purdue. Yeah. And I don't think I've seen an interception where you break up the pass and <laughs> you catch it. Yeah. That so, was amazing. Well, the first of all, from the beginning, he knew what the route was. It's about anticipation. Mm-hmm. You can't just go out there having no clue of what was going on. I have always thought he's had it. Yeah. That's why I'm always fussing. Because I know he can you have do better. better, better ex- I mean, more this, expectations. Yeah, yeah. This guy's got the footwork. He's got the speed. And, you know, those little bitty DBs, they can get on the tall receiver's nerves because they are always in your way when you're trying to make the steps. And the Cowboys saw it, too. That's why they gave him a contract extension. That's why they gave, they gave him, him a three-year deal. And that perfect year. time. They just don't want him to be a scout. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it was about three years ago, Missouri and Purdue were going to play. And I asked him about the Purdue quarterback situation. He goes, yeah. He goes, they got a young guy. He he hasn't played. He's going to have his first start. He goes, that, that's going to be problems. Well, he threw for 500 yards against Missouri. <laughs> they came back and won the game. Right. So I had the next, the next day, we get back into the locker room. I said, you have no future as a scout. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, I can't believe that guy threw for 500 yards. But they yards. won. You guys won. And, and you know, he's such a uh, good guy. Uh, mild-mannered guy and seems more of a quiet type. Kind of sensible. Right, or insensitive. And, yes. You know, yeah. and so it, it may have caught people by surprise that he delivered such a stirring pregame Aggressive. speech to the team. Yeah. 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 And So, Everson, were you called upon very often to give any pregame mm-hmm. speeches? No, and... no. They wouldn't like my speech. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be, I'd, be, I'd be blaming everybody for stuff. No, <laughs> they not knew, really. I they just, knew not to call on Everson. I, I just wasn't that guy. I think I think everybody – I was always the guy that would come to you individually yeah. and talk. And, and, you know, to me, I thought it always – You got it, your it, message across. I was going to get it, get it across the person. Yeah. So who was the, the hype guy? The hype guy? God, Eugene Lockhart. Uh, Charlie Waters was very good. Dennis Thurman also mm-hmm. very good. I could see Thurman, uh, yes. And, of course, Harvey Martin, man. You know, I mean, when you throw the wreath into the uh-huh. other team's locker room, you got you got some guts, man. They're the cojones, <laughs> I guess they call them. That's one of the great pictures ever of him walking, carrying that wreath in full uniform, helmet still on. Right. right? right. And, and Washington tells the story. So it was against the Redskins, the final game in the 79 season. Uh, that when he opened the door and threw the reef in, wreath in and it slid in, they were all on their knees doing the post-game prayer. <laughs> they said people started crying, man. They were so mad. I mean, you know, they weren't crying because they were just girly. They were, they were crying because they were the crocodile tears. They just wanted to just rush out of there and just, just beat him up. But that's when those rivalries really meant something. I'm surprised from the era, from there, and all, even before that, I'm surprised people are actually friends after they finish playing. I'd still well, be trying to fight some of those guys. I tell you what, do you ever ask Randy White about Mark May? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to this day. And I, I, he said it on the air, and so I don't mind saying it. Uh-huh. To this day, he despises that uh, yeah, that's, I'm surprised that's a lot more prevalent throughout the entire uh, NFL oh, with the yeah, old guys. Yeah, yeah. You he, know, one of, those, the, one of the stories, and Randy would tell this story, uh, that they were in – Washington, and they had to at RFK. You had to go through the dugout <laughs> to get see, to I the hear get to <laughs> clubhouse. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Switzer and, had to go through it to get to the bathroom during. The yeah, game. right. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> evidently, uh, Harvey Harvey Martin uh, 
I don't know if he was getting sued or he had to file for bankruptcy or something. He had some financial problem. This would have been in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And they said that uh, they, they came out for the pregame, come out of the dugout, and they started throwing pennies at Harvey, right, hitting him in the helmet. Yeah. He goes, hey, Harv, do you need a loan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they threw much more uh, baby powder. They started calling us South America's team. Oh. So, yeah, we've had some uh, run-in. But that's for Washington Week, guys. We're yeah. <laughs> this is Mickey, – Mickey wrote a book about Washington oh, Week, so, yeah, which we'll, we'll talk about. We can we do a week. We'll do it. We're going to do right. good. That's right. 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 we got two, two more chances sometime that's in it. December. That's right. We're on down the road. All right. We continue with more mixed shots in a moment. Uh-huh, that's a good one. I didn't know that. Honey, fact. big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com back, back to mixed shots hey how about this your favorite wwe superstars return to at&t stadium for wrestlemania on saturday april 2nd and sunday april 3rd 2022 tickets are now on sale get yours before they sell out visit seatgeek.com the official ticketing provider of at&t stadium all right final five or six minutes of this wednesday edition of (laughs) (laughs) mix shots and uh mickey's going to head to kansas city on saturday you got it your the bus Bus everything's all ready to go about how many are going to be on that bus about a dozen about a dozen. Okay. It's about right. We can fit about five people. You got room five, left? Six or seven. Yeah. Know, are you taking <laughs> maybe, reservations? Maybe one. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, Mick's driving the bus. You didn't know that. <laughs> Mick's driving the well, bus. You got to get there, man. You I'll gonna, be right. You're going to swing by the house on the way back? I'll, home? Ride, I'll ride shotgun. <laughs> 
as close to shotgun as you can in the bus. Mm-hmm. The seat right by the door. You're in the, the navigator. Yes, and keep the keep the bus driver occupied. Make sure he's paying make, attention. Make sure he's awake. Stays yeah. awake the whole time. Um, all right. The um, coming out of Sunday's game, and we've we talked about it on Monday and Tuesday, but. Is there a particular unsung guy from Sunday's game against the um, Falcons that that stands out we haven't talked about? One of course, and I don't know if we talked about Dorrance Armstrong. That's where I was going to be. We did. Vote. We kind of. I yeah. wouldn't Somewhat. Call him a, you know, yeah, I wouldn't but call him. A, him stepping up uh, without Aunt Randy Gregory. Without there. Randy Gregory was a big part of that. Yes, game. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and on special teams too. And the special teams deal when he when he blocked the punt, but. More so on defense, I think he finished with three tackles, and uh, he provided some pressure. And this is what we've been waiting to see from him, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, in preseason, training camp, he, he looked so good. Uh, and then he got hurt, and he kind of disappears, and it the, took the him Broncos a couple games game to get help. back in it. Right. Yeah, he didn't really do much, and, and but this game it looked like the guy we saw in training camp. Could it could it be preparation? Because the way you saw him play against Denver and the way you played against uh, Atlanta, just two different people, and it wasn't like he was going up against really quality competition at the I, position. I think that was only his second game back after he missed about a month. Mm-hmm. So I think you know you get back in the saddle, and then all of a sudden it kicks in and. Uh, and he's very versatile. I mean, I remember in training camp they were using him as like a stand-up outside linebacker. He seems very fast and mobile. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see a guy that's just a, 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 a big footer, you know, just walking around, stomping all over the place. He seems to be light on his feet. And when he blocked that punt, that showed athleticism. It wasn't just uh, the way he laid desire. out. Desire. Yeah, it wasn't just desire. It was a method to his madness. And he came in at the right angle also. That was huge. And uh, by the way, he came back the previous week against Minnesota. He had 25 snaps against Minnesota. Okay. Had mm-hmm. a tackle for loss in that game. And then against Denver, 32 snaps. And then 38 snaps against Atlanta. And credited with not only the sack, but three tackles for loss and the block punt in that mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. against Atlanta. So they're going to need it again because getting pressure on him, uh, I can't say it enough, is going to be just – Ultimately important to me, the weakness of the Chiefs is the O line. Well, the, you know I what? I didn't realize them consistent it. Consistent this year, I didn't realize it, but they've got three rookies starting on Creed the Humphrey's offensive one line: on. Creed Humphrey at center, Trey Smith at right guard, and Lucas Nyong at right tackle. All TCU rookies. guy, is and he? they brought mm-hmm. in the veteran, right, Orlando. Orlando yeah. Brown. Orlando yeah, Brown. He is, he's not living up to his his his. Well, I guess he's a little older now, isn't he? But he's, yeah, just, oh, yeah, I would he's just really not. Well, they signed him just because of what happened against Tampa in the Super Bowl. And well, Orlando is, I mean, he is. Uh, he was drafted in 18. He's not that old. He's third round well, pick. Well, he is not. They, they brought him over. If I'm not mistaken, they brought him over. He just didn't seem to be doing right. That he well. was. He was about to become a franchise money player yeah. in Baltimore, and they, uh, Ronnie Stanley, they spent a lot of money on the other their other tackle, and so that's why Brown. Uh, they was weren't there. Yeah, it was available. Uh-huh. And so fourth year, 20, they traded for him. Fourth year, only twenty five. Yeah, he's, uh, he just he's not playing well. He's not. He's a, he's a humongous human being. Yes, he is. And so he's one that's always going to have to keep his weight under control. And he, if he's that humongous, 
Mm-hmm. And looking at how Armstrong's playing, Armstrong should be able to do very well against him. So they, against they the basically restructured their whole offensive line. Joe yeah. Tooney was the other big free agent. Thune, they brought in yeah. Thooney, right? The, the other from two starting tackles from last year, they didn't bring them back. He got hurt. Uh, the left the left tackle, was that the left tackle that tore his ACL uh-huh. in the cha- AFC championship game? Uh-huh. And they didn't bring him back. He finally signed with somebody. I can't remember. The right tackle had gotten hurt. They moved the right guard to right tackle. They brought in somebody that hadn't played to guard. And we saw it was a mess, right? Yeah. And, and you know, and everybody's like, well, yeah, Tampa Bay knew how to play him. Well, yeah, they took advantage of the makeshift offensive That's line. That's exactly what and they it was. And it was Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher who signed you. with Indianapolis. Yeah. And then – uh, they had Mitchell Schwartz and Mike Rimmers on the other side. Right, and those guys aren't there again. So, so they're, they're backups. They're not invincible. They no. are not invincible no, by any means. No, you just got to go play. That's right. You got to go play mm-hmm. and keep keep it clean. Keep the pocket clean. Cut down on the penalties. Don't give them anything. It'd be interesting to see. You know, they keep bringing it up and talking around the the Connor Williams, Connor McGovern thing, and it'll be interesting to see if. If they look at that a little bit more deeply, especially in this game, um, because the last thing you want to do is get holding penalties and get first and 20 with that noise on the road yeah, and, and get behind yeah. the chains because then the noise increases. Right. Can Connor Williams play fullback? Uh, I would hate that lose that package. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. So with I you. guess okay. So Connor McGovern can still, if he was the starting left guard, he could. You could go ahead and move him to fullback and keep that package. And Connor Williams comes in to play left guard. Yeah, but then they would know what's coming because Connor, he would be in the game. <laughs> well, he's, got, he's declaring he's, he's tackle eligible or line. I understand that, anyway. but he's still going to have or, an extra offensive lineman in the game, and they're going to. Or see you can that. shuttle plays right. in with the guard. Right? Well, yeah, they see it anyway. Because. <laughs> You, you remember could. that, right? Yes. I was yes. shuttling in with it. <laughs> yeah. Shuttle plays in with the guard. Uh, we killed that segment. Did that segment die? Two fifteen. I told okay. you. 10. You got another. You got a mix shot. You want to? No, I bring... think I, I think I'm good. Let's try it. Wait. Okay. Let me let me see. I got you know, we lots don't, we of don't notes. Have, we don't have a tennis We don't have time at here. all. You know, mix shots supposed to be on Monday, right? Hey, did I tell mix you? Shots ran, <laughs> in the it mix shots on Monday. Mix shots can run anytime. anytime. Yeah, okay. Anytime. Uh, did so I it's tell the stampede you that the fight song is Monday? That Patrick Mahomes has played against every team in the NFL except the Dallas, the Dallas Minnesota Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys. That's cool. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That was a mix shot. There you go. That was a mix shot. Rant. That was a rant. Take That's that rant. with you. <laughs> That's good. I like that. We need more of that. More of that the next two days. That's your assignment. We want more mix shots. Can you do that? I'll come up with some. I'll he's lost his. Him. He's focused. I, on I was something just looking else. for another one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't leave, mean to leave you hanging there, bro. <laughs> I gotta watch it. So, so we, we both went out at the same time. So. <laughs> One like, last. It, it's like Thanksgiving. It's like Thanksgiving. You're sitting there watching the cowboy game with your uncle and your cousin, and, and you're talking about, man, I really like that Dorrance Armstrong. And you hear those snoring over there. Yes, yes. Nineteen. Go get up and talk to the women. Yes, hey guys. Nineteen seventy-one. I escaped the Thanksgiving dinner. Went up to my aunt's uh, little den to watch. Oh. OU Nebraska. Ah, the game of the century. And then my uncle's 
they told they told everybody, yeah, we're going to go up and keep Mickey company, right? And then they all fell asleep. That's right. That's what they want to do. Get away from everybody else. They can go to sleep. But that's for next week. Those are Thanksgiving that's stories. Thanksgiving stories. Yeah, man, we're ahead of ourselves. All right. So that does it for this edition of Mix Shots. We can't wait to hear what Mickey has up his sleeve in the way of Mix Shots the next two days. Mm-hmm. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!